Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. So Caleb, it was yeah. Morbin time again. Oh no. Absolutely yeah. not. It absolutely was never Morbin time. So so the story of Morbius uh, is a very interesting story and the internet story of Mobius is also interesting, but also in one of those ways where it's like, guys, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we're it, it, we're eating Tide Pods again. Like, you don't understand the backlash that this is going to cause. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Morbius was one of those movies that was postponed for, like, two years, right? It kept doing reshoots. It kept getting postponed. Obviously, the pandemic played uh, a, a big factor in a lot of its postponing. Um, but so like, we kind of can excuse some of the postponing. They really should have gotten the point. Like, the universe did not want this movie to exist. Really? Like, it kind of feels like the pandemic was strictly to stop Morbius from ever existing. And it, um, it, it took so much from us that, like, we really should have listened. Yeah, it it really should have. Uh, which, fun fact, if you guys are not familiar with Weekend Scripts... Uh, Jordan Van Dyna, uh, uh, who we've had on the show before, he was the writer of the movie The Binge, uh, the director of the upcoming Binge 2, uh, and uh, writer for Animaniacs and stuff like that. He wrote a, he does this thing called Weekend Scripts where he writes like really bad movies. And one of the movies he wrote was about Jared Leto being the cause of coronavirus <laughs> uh, because Jared Leto like kissed a bat or something like that. Um, but he came back from like a cult and like brought, you know, cause he, Jared Little, by the way, has like a cult. Um, oh, and, uh, then he, he, he came back and like brought coronavirus to everyone because he, he made out with the bat or whatever. Anyways. Um, yeah. So Morbius was a terrible movie. I have not met a single person who has said the movie was so bad. It was good. Or that it was just plain good. I've never met anyone who was like, oh, it was one of those, like, it no. was so silly. You know, because that's kind of how, like, I feel like you felt about Venom. Like, it was super silly, but you loved it because it was just so silly. Yeah. It, it's it, not, like, it wasn't necessarily a good movie. It's just. The, there, there, so there's good. There's sure. just purely bad. Yeah. There's so bad that it, it's entertaining. And then there's, like, not good, but fun. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's the four categories that most movies fall in for me. Most of the movies that I watched hit one of those four boxes. Yeah. And yeah, Venom was the like 
listen, I acknowledge that it's not, that they're not good movies, but I love them because of what they they mean to my little nostalgic heart, and because they are just fun. They're, they they don't take themselves seriously. Uh, Morbius was was way way too far the other end, and it never circled back around. I and and like the worst part about it is that like the best part of the movie was not Morbius, but it was fucking Matt Smith, man, because he is brilliant and because everything he did was just like wonderful. The best part of just about everything he does. It's true. Uh yeah. Um but anyways, so the internet has gone off on on saying it's Morbin time mm-hmm. uh and Morbin out and stuff like that. And so so Morbius became a meme. But the thing that gets me is that the 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 studio, the distribution company was like, "Oh, everybody's talking about Morbius on the internet. We should re-release it to like a thousand theaters." It made eighty two thousand dollars after going off over to eight hundred uh, uh, theaters. Like so, literally, mm, it's like eighty two uh, dollars per. So theater that's that's a rough basically. average of eighty two dollars a theater. Like eighty two dollars a theater. That doesn't even pay for staffing that day for just just the ticket counter. I mean, that's like five people, man. Like, take the fucking hint. People didn't like your movie, so there's there's two theories, right? You know, the the funny theory is that it was a whole bunch of out of touch people that were like. Morbius just keeps trending like on Twitter and stuff like that. Like, I don't understand. Like, people must really loved our movie. We should re-release it in the theaters to try to get more of our box of us money back, right? So mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. out of touch, you know, completely out of touch distribution company, no clue the fact that everybody's just making fun of it. And they think that it's that people are like it's becoming like an underground cult success. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. obviously that wasn't the case. But the other theory that I have is, is yet again, this is kind of an out of touch miscalculation is that they were like, Oh, Morbius has gone into meme status. And maybe if we release it, people will see it for the meme of it, you know, like see it, like the movie is so bad that people will go to the theater to watch it because it's so bad because everyone's talking about it, but that also didn't happen. So no matter what the two theories were, both were wrong. Your movie is bad and you should feel bad. That's yeah. kind of the lesson that they should learn. Just the like how close we came to the studio greenlighting a sequel. Just, really fucking close. It's just it's fucking terrifying. Like yeah. people, the internet has so much power and we are not responsible with that power. Did we learn nothing from Uncle Ben? <laughs> My God, people, Uncle Ben right. didn't die so we could have Morbius too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three three different series of movies uncle ben had to die and say great power man uh so yeah so morbius yeah we almost had a morbius too but the thing is it's like sony should look at the because like they're they're making a craven uh the hunter film right they're making a uh a madam web film uh-huh. like they're uh-huh. doing a whole bunch of these like weird like offshoot films and i feel like morbius and this second releasing of Morbius should be a sign that they need to like scrap all of these films. Like literally, they should just scrap them. They, they should, should not be. make these movies. They it shouldn't should make Craven. They shouldn't make Madam Web. Like they're not doing it right. And if you don't have Spider-Man, 
these Spider-Man villains don't make sense. People don't like it. And Venom 2 was another really great example. Venom 2 did horrible in theaters and it was very critically panned, you know, far, far worse than, than, you know, Venom 1. Like Venom 1 was, was a, was a mild success, right? Mm -hmm. It did well in the box office and it had kind of a 50, 50 Venom 2, Complete opposite. Everyone was like, this movie was garbage. Everybody hated it. It didn't do well in the box office. Morbius came out. It was terrible. Did terrible in the box office. There's a lesson, there and is. they're not learning it. They're, they're, and they won't either, because, like, listen, Spider-Man is cool. I like Spider-Man. I fucking hate spiders, as we'll learn uh, later than in this week's episode uh, on this coming Sunday. Uh, but I love Spider-Man. But I will agree with our friend John, who has joined us for, for several episodes, usually talking about uh, kung fu movies, uh, that Spider-Man has the worst rogues villain, like, or rogues gallery, like the worst villains. Spider-Man villains are terrible. The Vulture, just like a fucking 80-year-old dude with wings. Uh, and like, they got a guy who's made out of sand. Uh, and things right. Like uh, so like, Spider-Man's, I mean, a, a fucking dude who wears animal skins and hunts. Uh, like, these are not like terrifying villains. Um, and so, like Sony said, you know what we can do? We can make a lot of money on these guys. Like that's not good. That's not decision making. That's that's bad decision making. People. That's like right. let's go go home and think about what you did. Level yeah. of uh, decision making. You're, you're making bad choices. It's definitely one of those like you know when, when like your kid or your friend comes to you and they're like I I have this idea and you're like wow okay but like maybe maybe we think about it a little longer. Like, maybe we just take another day to, like, think about it. Like, I like where you're starting. Like, this is a good starting point where you keep, like, being like, wow, this is a really good first step. Why don't you go back and try again? And I feel like they've taken their first steps with Venom and Morbius. They need to, they need to go back and be like, hey, maybe this isn't great. <laughs> Every one of these studios needs all of their pitches to run through, like, like an audio engineer or like a, yeah. a film director or something like someone who is capable of saying, yeah, that's pretty good. You can do better. Yeah. And yeah. not like, moving the idea forward until it's better. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. I, it, that's the thing. Somebody needs to shut this down because now we're, we're, we're three. I mean, I'll say three films, Venom one, Venom two, Morbius. We're three films in where they haven't done it right. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's clear this isn't just nerd, you know, this isn't Star Wars, right? Where, you know, half the people are like, it was bad. And the other half are like, no, this is really good if you think about it, right? This isn't, this isn't like a 50 50 split. This is like a 90 10 split where 90 are like, hey guys, this is pretty bad. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, like, is, we're, we're pretty decided on this. Sony gave us five bad Spider-Man movies and like prior to this decision to do a, a, like a partial partnership with Marvel, but then also keep doing their own thing without Spider-Man. Uh, meanwhile, Fox was over there doing like 37 terrible uh, Marvel adjacent movies uh, before anyone stomped them. I mean, Disney fucking bought them to stop that shit. <laughs> Um, but I mean, like, like they made the right move. Nobody's stopping. Like nobody is. Nobody's facing any consequences for this. Like, and I feel right. like that's the problem. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no, no consequences. Con <laughs> there's no consequences to Morbius, and the only consequences we have to live with Jared Leto longer. And I think that's that's like to me that's terrorism. We, we all lose. We all <laughs> we lose. all Let's, lose in that. Happens. Speaking of people named Jared. All right, go on. I watched. 
all of season one of Shorzy recently. That 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 finally dropped on on Hulu. Oh, and what, if you're, what is if, that? Shorzy? If you're not familiar with Shorzy, Shorzy is a spinoff of the uh, runaway hit Letterkenny. Uh, oh, Shorzy is one of the hockey okay. players. He's he's a, a a secondary character played um, by Jared Kiso, who is uh, who's Wayne and. Uh, in Letterkenny, uh, but we never see Shorzy's face. We always just hear his voice, and he's always shit talking to everybody. Uh, and he's a hockey player. That's what we know about him. <clears throat> but it was announced not too long ago that there was going to be a, a spinoff that was going to be focusing just on Shorzy, and we actually see his face. And of course, it's, it's Jared Kiso, but you know, missing some teeth because hockey player. Sure. Um, sure. <laughs> but I watched the show, and I realized about halfway through, Jared watched Ted Lasso and said. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> and that's what Shorts is. It's, it's if Ted Lasso were done by the, the people behind the Letter Kenny. I mean, <laughs> Ted Lasso is one of the, like, I still have yet to watch Ted Lasso. I still don't have Apple TV Plus. Mm. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm at the verge of reorganizing all of my streaming sites because <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out which ones I, I use and don't use. Yeah, same. Um, and uh, I still have Paramount Plus. I was gonna ditch it, but then I started watching um, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, and I was yes. like, "Well, that is uh, probably one of the best shows I've seen this year." So that's Honestly, not happening. I'm keeping Paramount Plus. Paramount would probably like. I originally bought Paramount Plus with the idea of being like, "I will just I'll subscribe to this for Discovery, and then I'll cancel, and then if they do something else, I'll subscribe again." I ended up keeping it because they just kept releasing new Star Trek, and because they keep releasing new Star Trek. Paramount will probably be the last service that I unsubscribe from because, like, that's that's my lifeline to the just the pure joy that I got from sci-fi as a child. Uh, yeah. So, like, oh. that's I mean, Apple TV is on fucking thin ice with me for Foundation, uh, but you know they they had they I I resisted signing up for it, uh, but I eventually did for Foundation. Hated that, but like, I got suckered into watching Ted Lasso. It was brilliant. <clears throat> Yeah, um, we've been watching the Essex Serpent. I really enjoy it. We watched Schmigga Daniel. There's Ellen has watched a, a bunch of dramas and stuff like that that she's really loved. Um, I feel like I said that in a really derisive way. I just like there just there were things that I wasn't really interested because in like I usually usually want my my TV to either be like really on the lighthearted end or if it's going to be more dramatic, I want like sci-fi action. Like yeah. just like human dramas. Like I see enough of that in my. <laughs> In everyday right. life. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I, I very rarely watch like a, just a regular drama. Like in, uh, it has to have something fucking weird in it. But yeah, all that to say that uh, if you do find yourself with Apple TV, don't, don't be the stubborn asshole I was. Just fucking watch Ted Lasso first. It, you'll, you won't regret it. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm very better about having to admit that, but it was very good. But it was, yeah. I, <laughs> I had Apple TV Plus for like the first year and a half that it was out because I got it free because you buy oh, a right, product right. and they gave it to you for free. And then they extended it for six months. And all the shows were fucking weird. I really loved Dickens. Um, I didn't like see at all the um, uh, Aquaman one. What, what's his name? Jason Momoa. I did oh, not like see. It was really fucking that. weird. Uh, it's everybody's blind and then yeah. somebody is born who can see. Yeah. And, I wanted but to I was watch like, it. I thought it looked good. Yeah. But like, but after like episode four and they were like, we need to protect this child that can see. And I'm like, 
but how do you know it can see? I don't understand. You can't <laughs> see, and it's a fucking baby, and it's not like it's going to be like, oh, look at that tree, and everyone's going to be like, yeah, wait a minute. You know, it's like, I don't understand. It was kind of dumb, but anyways. Um, and it was weird. It was also kind of weird. Uh, but anyway, so I just all the shows in the beginning, I was like, I just, I can't get into this. I can't justify the whatever. It was only like, it's still only like four or $5 a month. And I was like, meh. And then like, all of a sudden, like after I ditched it, like six months later, Apple TV plus came because it was like Ted Lasso. And there were like Mm -hmm. two or three uh, other shows, like the morning show or whatever that, Everyone was like, oh, my God, you have to watch this. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, of I course. missed all of those. And I was oh, like, oh, well, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, um, but, <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. But Ted Lasso, I, you know, I feel like that formula, people are starting to get back into sitcoms that are feel good. And I think, you know, like Scrubs kind of did that every so often. Um, you know, like there's, there's a few of those, uh, sitcoms that, you know, like Parks and Rec is another one of those, uh, the good place. Like those are another one of those shows that like they get you, you know, yeah. right in the feels. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Ted Lasso is kind of in that same, same sort of vein. Not quite, uh, same, but like in some ways similar because it's, it's a, it's a very funny show, but also does manage to like find your feelings every now and then and just kind of just pinch them a little bit. Uh, it's a show Hacks on, uh, Hobo Max, um, uh, starring, uh, very, very, uh, very front and center, uh, Gene Smart. Uh, oh. a, a very very famous comedian designing actor, women though. yeah been around yeah. forever I fucking love yeah. Jean Smart I think she's hilarious and like I feel like I hadn't really seen her in anything in a while uh, now she's done like a lot of voice acting and stuff like that and like she was in um, uh, Big Mouth and I think possibly also in uh, Human Resources that I, that I watched uh, recently yep. that was the spinoff uh, <clears throat> but like she, she's She's been in a ton of ton of shit. She's been around forever. She's brilliant, uh, but starring alongside uh, Hannah Einbinder, who is still very new in her career, <clears throat> and just a, a really really fun show about a uh, a washed up comedian and a canceled comedy writer uh, who get paired together by their agent, uh, who is both of them as a client and is desperate to try to, to hang on to like some sort of a uh, revenue stream from both of them and like help salvage their, their, their crumbling careers. And turns out they, they really like the, the fucking stones together, bang, bang, bang. And suddenly there's a spark and they're yeah. brilliant. Uh, just really, really good comedy. Uh, as you see the, the, the two of them develop. And <clears throat> when it went into season two, I was really concerned that it was going to do that thing that a lot of shows do. Uh, and I feel like maybe I'm repeating myself. Maybe I've talked about this, but you know what? I don't care. It doesn't matter uh, because nothing matters. Um, we've talked about before how like a lot of times either a story gets like like a movie or a show or something like that is, is way too short and doesn't tell all the story that it's supposed to. Yeah. Or it'll go completely opposite and like it'll be a three-hour film that could have been you know an hour and a half or it'll be like a seven-season show that really should have been two Something like that. Like the story yep. was told and they kept going. Uh, I was really worried at the end of season one that the setup for season two was going to be that like, listen, we told a great story in season one. We were really done, but we got to keep going. But they actually, they pleasantly surprised me. Season two had a really good life of its own that then like still showed that there was still story to tell uh, okay. and it didn't feel dragged out. So that's my uh, that's my take on that. Like, 
Um, I, I guess like I worry because like, we, we watched on, do you remember the show? Good girls, uh, Christina Hendricks, yeah. um, uh, but, uh, I'm trying to, I can't remember the other two's names. I'm sorry. Uh, fantastic actors, every one of them. Uh, that was a really great story that could have been a single season. And each time a season ended, I was like, okay, now they can't possibly have any more to tell. And here's another season. And they just get back into the same trouble and they have to get out of it. And, oh, they get caught. And how are they going to get out of it this time? And after like after two seasons of that, I was just like, I'm done. I'm not interested anymore. And apparently it takes a really interesting turn at the end of season three that I'm like, well, they could have done that in season one. And that would have been interesting. I would have liked that. <laughs> right. But, right. I mean, so that's like, how it was with The Walking Dead. I was like how many like it started becoming so formulaic because i was yeah. like find a find a new group of people oh they're crazy one of us died onto the next village oh look a group of people and it just kind of i know that now like the last several seasons haven't really been that they've kind of been with the same group mm -hmm. and there's a lot more crazy shit happening but like the first like six seasons i was like i can't with this anymore like it's the same same story every plot every season <laughs> I don't know why I'm so willing to excuse that show because I still love it. And like, it's, it's coming into the last season, season 11, and I still watch every episode and I love it. But like, I understand and I agree that like, it did get very repetitive for a while. Yeah. That's, you know, kind of monster of the week sort of thing, but it was, you know, yeah. monster of the season and the monster was humanity all along. Um, it's not the zombies, it's the other humans. Just a little fun aside. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard me talk about the the film Good Night and Good Luck uh, about uh, Edward R. Murrow during the uh, the McCarthy era. He was one of the, no. the like network journalists, network anchors who yeah, would speak out against the the Red Scare and against the like the um, the basically anti communists like essentially witch hunts uh, yep. that were happening in the the fifties. Um, one of the characters from Hacks, played by Rose Abdu, who was in that movie. And that's hey. my chance to talk about that movie that I just, I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. And we should cover that sometime because we should. I that loved was a that good movie. movie. That was a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Had a was, great soundtrack too. Really, yeah. really excellent jazz soundtrack. Yeah. What? A, yeah. That was a, that was a good movie. Uh, you know, we got another good movie coming up. I, I don't know. We we had fun, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, we have fun here. <laughs> we got fun here. Even when we don't, we do. Uh, <laughs> so we're doing a whole month of monster movies. We just covered uh, Killer Mermaid only a couple of days ago. So, uh, you know, if you have not, make sure to listen to that episode. If you have not subscribed, make sure to do that or follow or whatever it is on your player of choice. Uh, but we're, we're watching the movie Eight-Legged Freaks. Uh, the the very one you could hear you hear David Arquette saying it in your head. <laughs> you I know you do. Freaks. Uh, uh, of which the movie is named because of that ad lib. So fun <laughs> fact. Uh, so you can uh, watch that movie on demand. Uh, however, you know you you rent movies digitally or red box it. I don't. Is that a thing still? I don't know. It, it uh, is. I don't. I don't know like how they they stock them. So I don't know if you'll find it like it freaks in it. Or you could also. Uh, uh, if you're in and around the vicinity of Farmington, Missouri, you could head to the family <laughs> video. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, and maybe you are, so do that. Yeah, I, I don't know if people rent DVDs. DVDs are still a thing. I don't know. I don't own a DVD player. I don't they know. Surprisingly still are a, enough of a thing. And I, I guarantee you can find this. I mean, sure, it's in like the 
it's probably on the dollar use shelf at your local like record and DVD store that like if you've got one. I'm sure it's in a five dollar bin somewhere in like a, a Walmart or a Target or something. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna check Target the next time I'm there to see if this movie's here because I'd be really surprised. Um, but yeah, so so if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them, that is the place to do that. Uh, and if not, well, then you'll just get uh, surprised when we uh, review that movie this Surprise, coming Sunday. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Uh, so there it is, everyone. So thanks a lot for listening. You know, all the social links are down below. So definitely check those out. Give us a follow everywhere. You know, we tweet out uh, new movies and all sorts of fun things, uh, uh, you know, as as we come up with them. Uh, but we'd love to hear your movie suggestions as well. So tweet at us things you think we should watch. Um, so there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot for listening. And as always, make sure to share with 100,000 of your closest friends. It's the least you can do. Bare minimum. All right, there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot, and we will see you on Sunday. I gotta go return my videos. A father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month, we bring a new short story to life in a full-cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts, and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.